Good morning, everybody. Travis here with Christians United Ministry. Today we're doing another Bible reading, this time with 1 Peter chapter 3, starting at verse 1. This, is, this chapter touches a lot of different aspects we should, to, should and need to be focusing on. So let's get started. So it's 1 Peter chapter 3, starting at verse 1. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any disobey not the word, that they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. When they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, while whose adorning let it not be the outward adorning of plating the hair and of wearing of gold, or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers not be hindered. Finally, be ye of all one mind, having compassion one for another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, but counterwise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, in his lips that they speak no guile. Let him ensue evil and do good, let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you, if ye be followers of that which is good? But, and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh for a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better if the will of God be so, that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. For Christ also hath one suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the spirits. But which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient when once the long-suffering God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. The like figure unto even baptism doeth, also now save us, 
not the putting away of the filth flesh, filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is gone unto heaven, and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. There we go. That was a good, very good reading. So I kind of want to go over a little bit. Let's go right up to the top, uh, chapter 1. Uh, verse 1, rather. And it says, Likewise ye wives, being subject to thy own husbands, in that if obey not the word, they may also with the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Now that is something, again, we're going to be touching on maybe next week or the week after, uh, when we touch about Christ in the family, keeping Christ in the family. Um, that is... One of the very big ones, and that kind of references another um, book. And let's let's open that book up real quick. We're going to go to Ephesians, and it's going to be there's four twenty eight. Excuse me, I was wrong. It's actually Ephesians five uh, twenty two, and it says, "Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as unto the Lord." Now that a lot of people. Sometimes, if you read it wrong, a lot of people do get a little weary about it. And it's not in the right way. So it's not as the husbands rule your entire lives. That's why a lot of people mis misunderstand is The husband is the head of the household. So he's the one that you look for protection and take care of everything. And it says it down low, down south, down on the south of the chapter, verse 7, it says, Husbands, honor your wife as the weaker vessel, meaning we're supposed to be the stronger vessel, holding the family together, taking all the struggle. Because who takes the husband's struggle? The Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to get into that more when it comes to the family, uh, Christ in the family episode that I am working on. It's going to be maybe next week. This week is the temptation, but next week is going to be uh, Christ in the family. And this is extremely, extremely uh, well in depth conversation so let's save that a little bit more but what, what this particular verse is saying is the husbands since you're there the wives since they're in subjection with the husbands if the husband falls off of the word it's up to the wife to, to conversate with them and to listen man this this you're falling away from the bible it's telling right here it's telling us the the wives to put their husbands in check and with the word they should be able, the husbands will fall right back in, seeing their wives fall into the word. They'll fall right back into where they need it should be. So it's really a team play right there. Um, again, it's going to be more in-depth, and it's going to make way more sense come next Friday or Sunday. Not this week, next week. So make sure you're staying tuned. I'm going to go down to verse 3. Um, this is a lot of um, a lot of advice for a lot of people. People don't realize this is an eye-opener. It's let it not be the outward adorning of plaiting the hair. Plaiting hair is decorating the hair. It's like uh, braiding. Uh, wearing of gold or jewelry. Or putting on or off of apparel. That's clothes. It means we should not be focusing on, you know, does my hair look the nicest? Does my clothes, do I have the most expensive clothes on? Or do I match? Do I have the nice jewelry on? It's, it's saying it's not, that's not what this is about. It's not about at all about your outward appearance. It's about your inward appearance, your spiritual appearance. He says, let it be hidden man of the heart. Even the adornment, 
of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God a great price. So it's, it's the thing God cares more about your spirit, your your personality, how you act, and how you um, live the word. That's what he's looking at. He's looking at your inward appearance, not your outward appearance. So when people see us, people all flashy, they automatically think they're rich. And, you know, it's not really, sometimes it's not really an open sight. I'm not saying you wear raggedy clothes and wear others, but you shouldn't really be focusing on, you know, making sure you look the nicest, have the nicest clothes. You know, clothes is clothes. You know, Jesus says, do you want, you can't serve two masters. That's what Jesus says in a different Bible, in a different um, chapter. Different book, rather. Different book of the Bible. But, um, so I think that's, that for me was a guy opener. It's like, you know, we got you know, not worried about this stuff. We need to be worried about our passion for Christ and the Word of God. That's what we need to focus on. I'm going to go down a little bit more, and this is going to where it says, uh, this is verse 7, Likewise, ye husbands, do dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. So again, going kind of a little bit more, we're going to be touching into is like we're going to see that the husband says, it says, honor unto the wife. You know, we are the head of the household, but we're there to serve the household where they are serve the family and this is a this is an example it's like giving honor to the wife you know you don't you don't want to be acting like a fool because that's just bring honor to your wife you don't want to be acting as of the devil or of evil you want to be acting of holy and that will bring honor to your wife you want to be um you want to be that vessel your wife needs you need to be that that man that a wife can depend on, like we depend on Christ. Um, but then again, we're gonna save all that. I just kind of wanted to touch in a little bit on it because I did say it. And um, another one that's hard for a lot, and this is something that's hard for everybody. Everybody it says not verse nine says not rendering evil for evil. That means if something somebody does something evil to you doesn't mean you should return it with evil like, I'm going to get him back I'm going to have my revenge or my payback no it's you should you should be giving love catch wise blessing you should be blessing them you know it is when, first off when you bring evil to evil when you come hate to hate all that does is make things worse it doesn't fix anything and that brings them away from God so now you're trying to preach the word or give the word or minister the word now this person isn't listening because you have the hate between you. But going back to the unspotted of the unspotted of the world, world, excuse me, unspotted of the world, I spoke yesterday. Yesterday's Bible study, part of being that is not returning evil. You know, we're gonna be like, wait, why was he so calm? I just cursed him out because I don't return evil for evil. I'm unspotted of the world, and that's where it says a little further down is when we give. Um, when people ask you for the reason, we gonna we gonna tell them it's because of the Lord. We, we, we the Lord filled our hearts with love, not with hate. I don't know hate. I don't know evil. All I know is love. We're gonna go a little bit more down to verse seventeen. It's uh, for it is better if the will of the Father be, God be so that you suffer for well doing than for evil doing. So we're saying that there in the, in, there's gonna be times if we want to follow God, we might suffer. We're gonna suffer. But it's better to suffer doing the right thing than doing the wrong thing. It's, it's better to suffer like being kicked out of a group because, oh, he, he follows Jesus Christ. 
then you know what I'm not gonna you know what don't worry about Jesus Christ I want to excuse me I want to be part of that group well that's evil that's evil though we, we gotta suffer for God instead of suffering for anything else if it's not God it's not worth it um there's gonna be like, you know there's gonna be times where he's like, you know he says we're gonna be persecuted in, in some of the mountain he says we're gonna be persecuted and that's part of suffering you know look at look at Peter uh, Peter denied Jesus three times to avoid suffering and he instantly regretted it instantly regretted it um, let's go a little more down, more down uh, to verse 20 this is actually the last thing I want to touch on with this chapter um, it says verse 20 says which sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing wherein few that is eight souls were saved by water so if you if you're familiar with Noah the story of Noah's ark and we could touch on that another day um, he was he was told by God to build this ark and everybody didn't believe him everybody didn't want to listen to him so the only people that helped him were his, his family and they were the ones saved everybody who didn't believe everybody who didn't listen or just were disobedient suffered death because they wouldn't listen they were too stubborn to listen and they came to him on the wrong time and that's what we've got to be like that's what he's warning us like listen it's gonna be a time where it's too late it's either you listen now or you're gonna to have to suffer death and when the bible talks this is one of the good things to speak on is when the bible talks about life or death he doesn't necessarily mean this physical flesh this physical world he means in the afterlife in heaven or hell death is going to hell and life is up in heaven so when he speaks about life he's like when he thinks about death we're not, he's not speaking of here on earth he's speaking of afterwards because we're going to die our flesh is going to die no matter what we're going six feet underground no matter what it's what is our souls do what, are, what does my soul get released from the world into heaven or does it get buried into hell and that's something we always got to be careful with but anyways that wraps up today's bible study bible reading i want to thank you all so much for coming again um any any advice any concerns any comments you just want to vent or need anything just Email me personally at Christians United Ministry at gmail.com. Christians United Ministry at gmail.com. My name is Travis. This is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.